Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan the GM, bringing you episode 127 of What the Dice. Now, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen our little dice monsters on our Discord and on our website and all the other places. They are kind of like our our creations, our little dice monsters, Willy, Trip Trap, and the crew. Have you ever thought about getting them as a sticker or a t-shirt or anything like that? Well, we have a merch shop. You can head over to tpublic.com forward slash users forward slash what dash the dash dice there will be a link on everywhere you can find it for us and if you need help finding it head on over to our website whatthedice.weebly.com from there you will be able to purchase all sorts of really cool stuff that we've got going on and I know Nightland is still working on more designs so that's it go pick up some of your own official what the dice merch and I will see you guys in the next episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 127 of What the Dice. We awaken in the storyteller's cabin. Looking around, we see him sitting by the fire, hands up, and a vacant look in his eyes. His hands move slowly, rubbing back and forth. We look around us and we can see our breath as we breathe. The cabin has gotten colder. We inch towards the fire to warm ourselves. As the storyteller looks up, his vacant glaze snaps back to focus. Well, 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 me friends, it seems as if uh, my cabin is not as warm as once thought. Hopefully we can at least endure the worst of the weather. Well, let us think of something different, something to warm us. The adventurers, they are deep below the ocean waves and are dealing with strange creatures that they are yet to identify. Well, my friends, it seems as if they are trapped and the only way to get out is a strange message given to them on a strange badge that they hold. They must trust this messenger, for they must now leave and find this thing that they call a communicator. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you guys got into this strange and mysterious world known as the Miranda. Deep under the ocean, in an area unknown to you, spit out by a giant koi that you kind of, sort of know. You find your way through the strange, commercial-ridden, airport-style docks and make your way into more of a food court after seeing these strange things that are twisted and these strange rats that have heavy spines, you see a strange creature that has the ability to run up walls and disappear and you hide in a closet where you finally got some solid rest. 
in the process of your rest, you were given communique about getting a communicator. But now you must find your way out of this strange closet. The Ferris will kind of look at waking up. You know, this closet wasn't that bad to sleep in. We were already uh, awake because we saw what was the scout land, look directly at the cameras for a moment, and then zip off. So we're not waking up. We've already been awake. That was before you guys fell asleep. Yeah, I thought that happened. I thought that we was took our after rest. we fell asleep. Okay. I mean, nope. I. I'm Got it backwards. Rock. It happens. Okay. Um. So now we have to get out of the closet. Uh. Unlock the door. The door is locked on your side, so you have control of it. Fibius will use the key card. As you open up the door, it opens very slowly as the motors are clearly running on low energy. And I need a perception check from everyone. Of course you do. Ten billion fail. I see everything for the next 58 games. 28. Please hold mathing. 29. 32. So, as you guys are peering through the door, making sure that everything's okay, there is a thumping sound just near the wall. Heavy metal boots thunk down and as you turn you see this massive creature standing nine feet tall carrying a shield of scrap metal his eyes are glaring red as he slowly turns and kind of gives a guttural guttural growl towards you as if he is warning you to keep your distance where's he at exactly just north of the door kind of near the entrance way. There are three entrance ways. Please use cardinal directions. I said northern. Oh, right next to us. Yes. You hear the sounds of something squishy echoing just slightly as it seems to be guarding something. You can't really see what his shield and his massive bulk is kind of in the way. Who opened the door? My bad. Defibulous. He it's slowly opening, so it's that he's not moving towards you. It's just the door is open to where you could clearly see him. And he is staring back at you. Defibulous will see the giant thing. Oh, sorry to bother, and then close the door. <laughs> Legit. A few moments pass and you hear the sounds of the heavy boots thumping down the hall, disappearing slowly fading away. Lila's going to open the door and do the cat thing and kind of follow it to see what's going on. Stealthing. Stealthing. Okay. Uh, roll your stealth. I am keeping... Uh, probably a good 50 yards. 40, maybe. 40, 50 okay. yards. All right, roll your stealth. Yeah, I'm mathing. 39. With a 39, you are able to stealth successfully, keeping your distance as this thing is walking, and you now see something on its back. It's 
covered in some kind of strange shiny material you really don't can't tell what it is because it's kind of hunched in on the strange crate carrying thing on its back it turns the corner to the west and continues moving on and Kalila, you hear the sounds of wheels or something sparking above you I'm going to look above me then you see one of those strange scouts making circles, keeping its, keeping momentum up so it can keep near the dome edge, and it is looking down at you and watching you. It slows down to a stop and it drives something into a piece of steel and hangs there. It's clearly watching you. As a hunter stares down another hunter. <laughs> yes, there. You don't see aggression in the stance. It's more of the... It's just watching. Yes. Now, when you said the, the, the enforcer, which way did it go and turn right? Did it go north and disappear? It went north and disappeared. So back into the room that we came from. Correct. Okay. So I'm probably about where it was. Right. So I'm not far. The Fubilus will poke his head out the door. Is it safe to come out yet? Kalila's just going to point directly at the scout and say nothing while keeping a watch on it. The Fubilus will follow her point and see what she's staring at. You see one of those strange scouts hanging off the ceiling, holding onto something that looks like it has been driven into the steel. Whatever that is holding it up there, I want one of those. Can he have whatever you're, you're hanging on? It cocks its head to the side as if it doesn't understand what you're saying. I don't think it speaks our language. She'll try it in all her languages, which is either catfolk, common, elven, goblin, orc, or fae. I'm just calling it fae. It's sylvan, but whatever. Uh, no, it just stares at you and doesn't respond. It doesn't just cocks its head to the side. And eventually, after a moment, something... It looks up and then disappears down a what looks like maybe a, a venting system as it guns off like it's following or tracking something. You you as a hunter know that's not look of the prey is moved, it's moving. Clearly we're not its attention. Well, I want whatever it was using to hang from the the ceiling because that looks fun. Is it still in the ceiling? Did it take it with it? It looks like it took it with it. Darn. Just looking for an excuse to eat the fibulous up there. She goes, now that giant thing had something writing on it? I couldn't make it out. I don't know. I would felt it was, I must have startled him. It was rude of me to open the door without announcing myself, so I shut the door. You're starting to sound like Faye. <laughs> no, I just don't want to get stepped on, punched in the face, or obliterated by whatever that was. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Just no, no, that sounds too. like me. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll shoot it in the face. How's that sound? That sounds more like you. Okay. okay. And here, I thought I was going to be a good influence on you guys. Ha! I mean, ahem. <laughs> she goes, well, it... What was it doing? Kalila's going to look around to see what in the area has changed. To, to see, like... Because you said it was guarding something. Mm-hmm. So she's going to try and figure out what the frick it was guarding. Or if she could find any clues as to what it might have been. 
Well, you are standing next to a full wall. As you cut around the corner going into that northern area where it was guarding, at your feet is a body. It wasn't there before. It looks like the... It is fairly fresh, and it reminds you of... Wait, did Kalila see one of the addicted? No. Well, kind of. You said there was like a big scruffle in the middle of the night between mm -hmm. some things and the rats. She saw that one, but she did not get the good up close through the door peeking at them. So what you're looking at is a elf, except its ears are longer and come to a sharper point. Its skin is pale. Its eyes are sunk in and, well, closed because it's presumably dead. On its neck, you see multiple little needle point holes that have been drawing probably blood out, but the blood doesn't look right. It is still has a little bit of dripping blood and it has a strange iridescent to it. It is still red, but it almost looks like an oil slick at the same time. Its clothing is tattered and worn out and it doesn't look like any clothing you've ever seen before. For us, it would be like denim pants and a, a t-shirt and the shoes on its feet are more like sneakers but everything is worn and tore up and it's it looks like its fingertips are reddish or like a, a dark brownish like a, a fire that has been skull, uh, burned out that kind of like dulled out red I summon Faye over and is the wasn't the first dead body we found the the person that was up in the north eastern quadrant had the exact same similar, injury? Okay, had a, the same injury. Exact same injury, same spot, and everything. Chotefe and Defibulus. Yo. This thing has the same injury as the last body we found, the neck wound thing. Except this one's fresh and not ancient and dried out. Vampires. Uh, it looks these puncture wounds are too small for fangs that I'm aware of. I mean, look at mine as she like gives a little cat smile. Miniature vampires. It's, it's also more of a cluster of like five. So there's four and then one in the center plus a ring. So it, it looks more like I don't know. It's a plus uh, nine with a dot in the middle of it it's a circle and mm -hmm. then you have like four dots and then one in the center so it's almost like if you took a five-sided die on the five or a five on the dice and then made it in a circle i don't know how to explain it yeah no i get it, it, it it's a circular ring with multiple puncture wounds uh hang on a sec so vampire leeches i mean kind of Yes, but whatever it was, it was going after its blood, like a vampire, yeah. Why would that giant thing be guarding a vampire? Aren't vampires... Well, I don't know, not weak and pathetic? Maybe it's daylight and the vampire's not fully strong and he has to have a guard to beat the crap out of people who harass them in the day. Hmm. That's my theory. I want to know how the Fibulous comes up with this crap. Who said that and why? <laughs> Guys, should I should I seek help for hearing all these weird voices that periodically talk to me? 
Well, you don't believe in gods, so maybe it's God trying to talk to you. <sighs> Just saying, you saw one in your dreams with us. Desna herself spoke to you. Doesn't mean she's real. But yet you believe in the voice that talks to you? Didn't say I believed in them. I just hear them. And see flying whales from hallucinogenic leeches. Hey, that whale had an amazing singing voice. Thank you. I wish I could have heard it. Can I make some kind of, I don't know, investigation, perception, insight, heal, medicine role to take a good look at that body? So basically you're looking at the body for anything that would be useful as a clue. Right, but I kind of want to take a really good look at those puncture marks. Okay, uh, I'll let you roll a heal check. 21. Uh, with the 21, uh, so looking at it, you you study it, and the needle marks are deep. Um, you, you're kind of able to see they don't go just into the skin. It looks like it actually punctures in pretty deep, especially with the amount of blood that is still coming out. Now, you guys have seen some needles before, and Faye would know people who have gotten antiquated tattooing, which is a needle with ink, and it's that, like, it's subdermal. This looks deeper. This looks like there is also heavy bruising, so this isn't a light stabbing. This has had some push behind it. It would hurt if you were alive. Yeah. Digging, like, you start to look under at the arms and look for any other puncture marks, and you notice that all over the arms are small injection sites, single needle points that have been used time and time again. Its arms are, are riddled with them, but they look old and sporadic. So not quite like a regular blood donor. Right. This is clear that who, whatever they're doing, they're injecting themselves quick. Okay. Um. Okay, so that one particular spot, and where did you say on the body that one was? The one that's the circle with the five dots, it's on the neck, kind of about halfway down the neck towards the front, kind of like where your, your neck muscle would be. Where are the injectable single hits? Oh, those are across the arms. Um, if you look, when she lifts up the shirt, there are some spots in, like, the stomach. It looks like whatever, they, whatever they're doing to themselves, they don't care where. But it looks like whatever that creature was guarding wanted something from the neck. Well, we're making the assumption it's to themselves. We actually don't know. Yeah. Okay, so the single marks are spread throughout the body. And the cluster mark is on the neck where a classic vampire bite would be. Yeah. Okay. Location-wise. Yeah. Can I detect any trace of any poison? Or disease? You are picking up a strange disease, but you have no clue what it is. Poison... It looks like there's poison in the blood or by what you're detecting, but you're not sure. <laughs> blood itself is poisoned. Yeah, it looks like whatever they've been injecting themselves has turned their blood into something 
that makes you feel uneasy. It doesn't look like poison, but it doesn't look good. And without an actual, like, alchemical set, you really can't determine what the derivative is. Right. This is medically induced, and my magic doesn't mesh with it. Right. Okay, because I do actually have diagnosed disease, but if it's something that magically cannot be diagnosed, then it can't be diagnosed. Correct. Okay, so... They're doing some terrible things to themselves, and then something is doing something... It's particularly heinous. Hmm. Vampires. How long has this guy been dead? His skin is cool to the touch. Okay, so the vampire thing might have done this after it was dead, not that it died from this wound. In theory. Okay. And you're all staring at the body? Kalila's watching after she got everyone else's attention as the occasional peeking up and she has an ear pointed to the north where that large thumpy thump is coming from. I need a perception check from everyone. 30. Yeah, 20. I am absorbed. I have rolled a two. (laughs) Defibulous. You notice that it is starting to breathe. It is shallow, and you see every now and then, like, a finger twitch. This thing's not dead. Um, guys? What? That's not dead. It's breathing and twitching. You have Kalila's attention. She will look to the body to confirm. Do I need to make it dead? No, but let's tie it up. How are you going to tie it up? Anyone got rope? I do. <laughs> this group? Yes. <laughs> Come on. Do we have rope? But yes. That's- uh, Kalila, with your training, yes, this thing is breathing. Is it a conscious? It, you can't tell if it's conscious, but it has definitely got that shallow breathing, finger is twitching thing. Well, Faye clearly had to have heard this, and she's staring intently at the thing. What's she doing? Oh, does anybody, of course, when we don't have the paladin. Do undead breathe? No. Okay, then this is not undead, and I don't need to worry about that. Uh, I don't, I don't. Feel I... <laughs> for a pulse? Are you actually going to touch it? Wearing gloves, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I've been examining it already, so I, I assume that I would probably still have my hands on it when somebody notices that it's breathing. However, I've been wearing gloves. All right, give me one sec. Oh, man, things you don't want to hear your GM say. No, exactly. It's the, are you sure you're doing this? Well, now that you asked me. How many hit points did you say you had again? <laughs> <laughs> things you don't want to hear your GM thing say. Say, I need a reflex check. Not 20. As you reach for its neck, its hand flies to grab your face and you jump back as you see a blue flamed hand just barely miss you. It hits the ground and it just disappears in a burst of flames. You can hear its footsteps disappear into the uh, where the the big guy went. So our presumed corpse just attempted to grab me and then got up and ran. Yes, vampire. I am not being paid enough for this. 
Okay, um, I know it's stupid as a player, but I also know Kalila's instincts. I'm gonna end up doing a swift tracker and trying to follow it. Cause she's a cat. Chase the ball. It is leaving flaming footprints for you to follow. I'm gonna follow it. Cool, let's go. Uh, now we're chasing vampires. Yeah, well, with weapons drawn, it's not quite that bad. Come on, let's go. I didn't say it was bad. We're just now we're chasing vampires. I can I cross that off my list now. <laughs> Does the fibulous have a bucket list of adventuring? No, just a list of weird things that he he wants to see if he encounters while traveling. A bucket list. Yeah. No, a bucket list in Defibulous's mind would would mean that he has a bucket to put the list in. A list of buckets. He doesn't. No, that that would have been his brother. It was weird. As you guys turn the corner, I need another reflex save from everyone. Reflex check. 28. 30. My Cthulhu dice are happy with me today. Um, It's a 19, so 30, 33. As you guys turn the corner following these flaming footprints, you hear a... As a harpoon with this creature impaled on it slams the wall behind you, sticking it to the wall. As you look where the t the massive harpoon came from, you see that giant creature and its arms extended with a slight smoke to it. Instant non-threatening pose. <laughs> Kalila's coming to a screeching halt and stopping. Told you, vampire. You know, I'm beginning to suspect that the fibulas might be right. Back up slowly. Fibs is gonna kind of stand there and watch him see what the big guy does. Are your weapons drawn? No. Kalila just took a full on sprint. I drew mine as I ran, but I have assumed an instant non threatening pose with my face kind of cast downward, like, sorry, whoa, I walked in on something. <laughs> I do not have my rifle out. It stares at you for a long moment, and eventually it turns and starts to walk down where the elevators are. Well, the lift. The tube thingy with the up-down buttons. Right. It starts to walk down that very slowly, every couple of steps stopping and making sure you're not following it as it continues. Nope. Standing still. Lowering weapons and backing away. The flaming creature is clearly trying to unimpale itself as it is grabbing the harpoon shaft and is actually starting to pull itself off little by little okay Kalila is gonna pull out her bow and shoot it because she doesn't want that thing getting away and it seems aggressive so you're just gonna coup de gras it unless nobody stops her nope it's a vampire and to Phoebus is mine you're more than welcome to coup de gras it I'm not gonna stop her you put an arrow directly in its head it slumps down and stops moving. Shoot it again, just for extra measure. It's also bleeding profusely. The ground is now being covered in this strange red and prismatic blood. And it is bleeding more than a elf would. Vampire. So weird. Um... I want more information, but I don't know what to do to get it. <laughs> all right. My theory is this. It's a vampire. They're all crazy. Let's leave this alone because I don't want to get stuck standing in that. How much blood does an elf have? That's not normal. 
Uh, you know, he has a point, and we've already explored this area. I'd rather find a way out than continue to mess with these things. That and the big guy doesn't seem to mind us as long as we're not aggressive. So, let's go the other way and explore that way. Yeah. Lila's gonna make sure Faye follows and isn't tempted to go investigate the body. Or if she is, she has company. No. No, I want out of here. Like, I'm curious, but, like, I want out of here, man. Alright. Southeast or northeast? Um, I would like to remind you, you were told by your strange comlinks that there's a door to the south that needs, that has uh, communication devices for you guys. To the south? There's a, there's a closed door in front of you all. Defibulous will look for a key card spot. Feeling around you, find one that's actually kind of hidden. You have to pry up a piece of metal and it slides out. You swipe it and inside you see massive jumpsuits, things that would be the size for massive orcs. And you see broom handles and dust pans and you find a small gray locked locker. Uh, it's about the size of Defibulus's notebook, but it's about, you know, six inches deep, and there's a a green light flashing inside. Hmm, he'll see if he can open it. It is locked. Try the key card on it. It doesn't actually accept a key card. It looks like it takes a traditional key. Lock picking. Go ahead. Defibulus is going to rummage around the room for fun stuff to borrow. <laughs> okay. Borrow. Kalila's just keeping an earshot out while Faye does her thing. All right, so since Defibulus is rummaging, I'll wait on you. Uh, uh, Faye, I need a disabled device. 32. 32? 32. With the 32, you're able to unlock it, but this lock feels different. It doesn't have the same kind of lock pin technique that you're used to the the pins feel like they're they're stronger spring-loaded and there's more pins than just a traditional lock eventually you're able to pick all the pins and you're able to get it to open and inside you find what look like something that goes around like it's a semicircle but kind of like a c or a g shaped and there's a little piece that goes down that is clear and has a little silver tip that goes down about four or five inches from the main piece. And you find a, a little piece of paper and it's written in a language you don't recognize, but it looks like possibly instructions based on the, the handful of pictures you see. Okay, can I interpret the pictures? It looks like this thing goes around your ear and there's a piece that goes inside and then the the strange silver piece just goes lined up near your mouth. Kind of follows the jawline. Okay, um, I'll follow the instructions and see if I can fit it to my ear. It fits on and you hear a, a chime as it powers on. Say to the 38, find anything, anything fun in the room? You find strange rolls of white coarse paper that are tiny little rolls. You see large rolls of something that feels soft and papery. Uh, you find this strange stuff called foaming soap that you don't recognize, and you see all sorts of chemicals that you don't recognize that are talk that say like 
mop cleaner and toilet bowl de uh, sanitizer and sanitize spray. They have some weird stuff here, guys. Anything good? Um, maybe. There's this stuff. What's he holding up? The soft rolls of stuff. Uh, basically, he's holding up like toilet paper. What would we know is like toilet paper, paper towels, stuff like that. Stuff that your guy, your your characters would have no clue what they are. Yeah, Kalal is just gonna be looking awkwardly at it. You know, slight head tilt, one ear kind of cock, like what? Faye, in your ear, you hear. Can you hear me? Hello. I can hear you. Uh, are you guys those people that showed up last night? You messaged us on the bat? You were hiding in the closet. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how much power is left on those headsets. Grab them. This is the only way I'll be able to stay in communication with you. I'm one of the scientists here. I don't know how you guys got in, but this place is supposed to be on lockdown. There are addicted everywhere. Our scouts are trying to find safe ways for our scientists to get in, and the harvesters are trying to do their job, but... There's something going on down there, we don't know what. I, I can do what I can to help, but communication between us might be a little glitchy. Some is better than none. Okay. You were on the first floor. You were near the main generator systems, but it's all completely locked down. You're gonna need to find supplies and get up to the higher higher floors. Once you get up to the R&D lab, we'll be able to do something. Maybe help you. You can help us get out of here. Hey, Kalila. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll do our best. Let me give my friends headsets real quick. She'll be leaning back to the fibulas going, what? Who's she talking to? I don't know, but she put a thing on her face. The voice in my ear. Here, put this on. Kaya's just gonna stare at this like, how does this work? I don't know either. Fibulas will clap and put his on. You guys have human-shaped heads. I have a cat skull. It actually has a lot of bend points in it, so you're able to get it to fit in comfortably. Okay. As you put it in, the system beeps and eventually it logs in. Okay. Can you all hear me? Oh, voice is in my ear. Yes, I hear you. Oh, so you talk to this voice pleasantly, but not the other voices. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Is the short one a Decker? Is he connected to the Matrix? We don't have any Matrix connection. What's a Decker? A, a cyber jockey? Uh, are you a technomancer? Like, what's going on? I don't know what those words mean, but I like the sound of some of them. Okay. Are you guys part of the Golden City Paladins? Are you here to save us? Who are they? We're from the Holy, Holy City. City. Holy City... I don't just look. I don't have time. I will send you guys what I can, and I'll be in communication when I can. Just try to get to the R and D lab. It's on the top 
four. I, you might look out and there might be a couple of infected that are, are still sane enough to help you. Just be careful. Stay out of the Enforcer and the Scout's ways. They can do some damage. I thought they were supposed to... Wait. They didn't attack us. Are they not friendly? They are protecting Counter-Visitors. If you get too close, they will attack, and they are trained to make sure that the threat is completely neutralized. Got it. Look, the elevator is on lockdown. I can try to bypass it from here, but you're gonna need a maintenance override. One of the, the infected stole it from us before the lockdown happened. Would that be a key card? Me somewhere on the, it, it's not not a key card. It's it's a data pack. It's it's a, a tablet that syncs up with the circuitry. Ooh, I don't know what that means, but I want one. How do you not what what's also, going on out there? What's an elevator? Uh, at point. Wait. The communication goes silent for a long moment and you can see a camera has turned and you can see it kind of zooming in and out like you can see an outer ring moving back and forth before the voice kicks back in what are you guys i I recognize the human and i think that's an a dwarf no you're not built enough for a dwarf and are you a cat yeah, cat, and he's a gnome. What kind of metahumans are you? What's a metahuman? I, I don't think they work for the Golden City. No, <laughs> I, no. Okay, I, okay. All right, and look, the the lead scientist here says that you're only choice to find out what's really going on. So we're gonna have to trust you. And it's gonna ask a lot for you guys, but you're gonna have to trust me. I'll do what I can on my end to open up security doors, or at least find some kind of way to help you. But... I don't know how to help past opening doors. But my player's level isn't that great. Just be careful of using the syringes. Some... The voice cuts out as the headsets crackle and power down as the battery is fully charged and you hear the system go charging and then there's just quiet as you hear just the ambient sounds around as the voice just stops talking all right Kalila's gonna look at both Faye and defibulous going looks like we need to get up or search bodies I have a weird theory here, guys. Hmm. Just a sec. Faye turns to the camera and she kind of waves at it, taps her ear where the communication device is, and then cuts her hand across her throat like it's dead. The camera actually nods up and down, signaling that they can at least understand what you're, you're signaling. Faye gives a thumbs up and turns back to her companions. All right. Call me cra- well, I probably am crazy, depending on who you ask, but that's beside the point. I'm starting to wonder, 
the whole Godspell. Mm -hmm. This place. I wonder if they're from the same era, maybe? Because, I mean, think about it. The stuff in the Godspell, some of it looks somewhat familiar to some of the weird things I see here. Maybe a little more snazzy? I don't know. Advanced? I don't know. You know, I think you're onto something there, Defibulous. But, but the problem that's throwing me for loop is the god, the dwarves said they've been in Godspell for. Two thousand years, if I remember, something like that. Yeah, which means that this place would have been around for two thousand years, but there are still people alive down here, which make absolutely no sense unless they're vampires. I don't disagree with this theory. So my next thing is like, how many of these blasted places are there, and why haven't they shared their stuff with me? And not built like a dwarf—that's just rude. All right, Defibulous. You're, like, half as wide as a dwarf. Still, you, there's <laughs> politer ways to put it. I agree. They could have had better tact, but it, I don't even think they know what a gnome is. How the hell do they not know what a gnome is? I don't know. How do they not know that I'm a cat? Maybe people underwater are stupid. I mean, they have an elf pointing to the old corpse that's across the hallway, and they, have, they obviously knew humans and orcs? Was there an orc? Yeah, Mammoth Jammer, or whatever his name was. Oh, and, and they have orcs. But how do uh, they not know what a cat or a gnome is? I don't know. Alright, so we got his hunt bodies. They said the infected? I guess that's what an infected is, pointing back to the corpse. I thought she said or addicted. addicted. Or addicted, sorry. All right. said that. He's peering around the ceiling, you know. So we pretty much just got to be careful of everything and don't get too close to the big things. Sounds about right. And that uh, some of the addicted thingies are not completely insane? Alright, so if it speaks something, then we'll go with it might not be so insane. If it just doesn't say anything and haul it runs at us, kill it? Sounds like a plan. Now what if it's running towards us because it wants help and it's in a hurry? I will judge its aggressiveness or fear levels as it does. Fair enough. So do we go northeast or southeast? Um, you know, I don't know. We have to find that pad thing. Oh, I wonder if we're looking for like one of those things that we found in the gods fell that had all the words in it that, that snakes used to decipher for us. Ooh, that might be it. I'd say look for one of those. Scavenging we go. Hold on, wait. Does anyone have one of those still? She's gonna pat herself down. Nope. Unless no there's one. one in the bag of holding. Fabulous will dive into the bag of holding looking. All hopeful. Wide-eyed. I thought I didn't I don't know if anyone actually kept a hold of those or if we just dropped them after use. I think you guys kept the one that the mayor's son gave you. But other than that, I don't think you guys kept any of the data pads. Defibus will pull out the one that the mayor's son gave and then wave at the camera. The camera doesn't respond. The little red light on it has gone out. Rude! I know, right? I just don't think they like gnomes. I think the camera person likes Faye. I'm, I'm not upset that the camera's back off. Conservation of resources. Alright, well, I say we go south. 
as you guys start heading towards the southern area, you hear what sounds like a voice overhead. Hoi hoi, Chamas. It seems as if you're a little out of place. Find me. I think you and I can do a little uh, bargaining. This can't be good. My family needs some help, and uh, it seems as if y'all need a little help. See you soon, Chamas. Why does keep calling me fish bait as Kalila curses and calls and questions the name that people chosen for her we are going to end this episode here well 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 me friends it seems as if the snow around us is finally letting up and it seems as if the adventurers have gotten themselves some contacts. One that speaks through a strange thing in their ear, the other a voice that echoes from the darkness. Both wish help. One for scientists, the others for a family. Well, if the adventurers want to get out, it seems as if they're going to have to take this mission and figure out how who and what is going on in the Miranda. Well, that is all the time we have for this eve. The snow has finally let up and you may leave at your leisure. But travel safe. And, as always, may the Dice Gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 